that's it. Time, time slot where you don't have to deal with the ramifications of killing your friend's mortal soul. Yeah. So, Patsy, I think we all need a bit of a break. What was the drink of choice in Pine Barrow? <laughs> well, as you know, Pine Barrow was populated by pine all around. It was really the most plentiful resource. So our drink of choice was straight tequila. <laughs> <laughs> it made us sort of get over our pine-weary ways. I mean... When you're a town that centers yourself around a type of fucking wood, there's only so much conversation you can have before you're done with it. (laughs) (laughs) And so those blackout periods in betweens uh, were really just populated by tequila. We had a high rate of alcoholism and it was a serious problem. Last time on Queer Dungeoneers. The unthinkable has happened. Signana Cacklecast is gone. His soul destroyed by none other than Nime. Nim and Cremora have no time to process this tragedy. The walls of the ghost zone are closing in and they need to get out as soon as possible. So, the weapons are hurtling towards the water, the portal hangs above you, the Jolene is on course for the portal, but out the window, Patsy and Jolene, you can see one of your friends being held up by your other friend. By a vine who you assume is your other friend. <laughs> Look, you're used to this, you've seen this exact fucking vine at least like three times. It's true. Well, I'd sort of look to Jolene and be like... So, we're still hoping that they're going to make their way back up there, because, like, I don't know if plant choice is a good choice to get out of a aerial situation. Uh, yeah, she is a little bit rooted to the ground, I suppose. Mm, mm. Hello, this is your captain speaking. In the next ten seconds, we'll be going through the, what, the magical portal in the sky. We may experience some turbulence, or we may not. I don't know. This wasn't in my training, and I didn't read my training anyway, so maybe it was. Let me check. <laughs> where are my books? Hey, where did you put my books? How, how do I turn this intercom off? Oh my god. I'm gonna go climb up to the... What's it called? The thing that you use to control the ship. Three seconds! Two, one, I did. Whoa! And he accidentally falls back and slams a button, and the and the engine turns on. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! And you go into free fall. Oh, Jolene, this better be important. And I'm gonna like hop forward as fast as I can, I guess, to grab at the steering wheel and see if I can steer it towards Kramora and Nim. The engine is still off, so you're turning the right way, but you are still plummeting. Dad, how do you turn this on? And she starts smacking buttons. <laughs> More light! <laughs> um, can you roll intelligence for me? Uh, so the good news is that my intelligence modifier is a zero. Bad news, I rolled a five. I'm not hearing any good news. <laughs> 
you're just absolutely just hitting everything you can. Um, you hear one of them makes it work back on, one makes it go backwards, one makes it go forwards, and you get it working and you stop plummeting towards the ocean. And Romeo looks at you like, wow, you did a really good job at getting the ship started and getting us back through that portal, Jolene. <laughs> As you cross through the portal. Oh, shit. <laughs> Nume, you have been abandoned. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> As you hear the quiet plink of Lenny and Benny in the water. Nim, we need those swords. Just please, please get the weapons. Nim is going to shoot out two more tendrils and try and grab them. Feels like the Dex? dexterity. Ha! Oh, Jesus. Oh, it's, oh, it's one of those sessions. <laughs> <laughs> You're just too late. Once the weapons hit the water, even though you still kind of knew where they were, you can't get any force through the water with your planty tendrils. Also, I can't see because I have no eyes. (laughs) (laughs) You have no eyes and cannot see. (laughs) That's fine. You did your best. I'm just going to dive into the water after them. Ooh. As soon as Cremora lets go, Nim's going to turn into a water elemental. All right, we'll start with uh, Cremora. You dive into the water. So can I get a constitution roll as you try to dive down into the water's depths? Okay. Um, no, that's a nine. That's fine. Okay, I'm going to give you an ugly choice. Dun, dun, dun. You don't have the best lung capacity and you don't have the best swimming ability. So your choice is you take it sort of steady as you go down, making sure to like hold the breath you've taken in. And you can get there and get back up, but it's going to take longer than it would otherwise, which will give more time for the darkness to close in. Your other choice is you get it quicker, relatively, with less impact of the encroaching darkness, but you will be unconscious by the time you get to the top of the water. You'll sort of just break the water with your last bit of breath. Cremora is going to uh, just push on and, and do it as quickly as possible. And surface unconscious. You go down in the depths. I think you get Lenny first, but then you just have to go this extra little push to get Benedict, which has just been falling that little bit faster and has gotten that bit further. Um, And you get the second one in your hand and then you just start like pushing upwards to get back out of the water as fast as you can. And you can kind of feel yourself fading as you get towards the top. And you sort of black out just as the air hits your face. Nime, you were turning into a... I was turning into a water elemental. All right. Roll to water elemental. That's a 13. Whoa, you water elemental. I'm a water elemental. Holy shit. This is just narrative flair since we've obviously already resolved all that, but I think, like, Nim's just basically going to be, like, boosting Cremora's swimming there and back up, Mm -hmm. especially back up, trying to gain enough speed that she can jet them both, plus the sword and the dagger, out through the portal. Roll me some strength. Nine. I'm going to do something different than we've done before. It's still going to be a hard bargain, but it's just going to be a little bit different. So here's the sitch. You burst out of the water. You're getting towards the top of your arc. You haven't done this maneuver before. You don't know how far you're going to go. So you can use a bit of your watery power to shoot Cremora through the portal and then fall back down yourself, and then you'll have to deal with the ramifications since the darkness is getting closer at this point. Or it will be a 50-50 whether you'll make it. We'll just roll a dice to see 
whether you both can make it through. No. <laughs> a genuine 50-50. No deal. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, deal. Nim's going to shoot Kamora and the... And the swords. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just thought it would be an interesting change to do it and to do it like the consequences. You're taking a chance. Take a chance. Take a chance. Take a chance. I, I, I agree. But also, this is Nim with Kamora's life in her hands we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Nimi, you let Kamora go with this extra burst of force that sends her further up and you coming back down. Before you know it, you're on the shore. You watch Kamora go through the portal. And as you're coming back down, you can see some huddled residents who are trying to get away from the darkness and they all disappear in a blink. They're out of the ghost zone. It's just you here now. The darkness is getting close. It's... A block away. She's gonna lie there for a second too long, feeling all the emotions. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's going to turn into a wind elemental and try and fly out. Roll to wind elemental. Fuck. Fuck. Oh no. Fuck. What's a six? Fuck. You turn into a wind elemental, but the problem is the wind pressure itself is just getting lower and lower and lower because it's being essentially sucked into the void. And so you can't move as fast as you could before. And so you're going much slower and and now the darkness isn't buildings away, it's, it's meters. And I think we need to cut to the other side of the portal now. Cremora Magnus. You get hit square on the back by, like, a broken tree trunk (laughs) that expels the water out. You come back to consciousness, and you're in this scene with a painting with a huge black hole on it that seems to be wilting away, and just this cleared section of jungle (laughs) where it seems that something very large has just magically (laughs) appeared. (laughs) Fuck. Um, I mean, Cremora will cough out. A significant amount of water. Um, so realizing that Nim isn't there, assuming the worst, as Kamora's want to do, but also knowing that physically entering any part of herself into the ghost zone would result in her soul being sucked in, her body ejected into an adjacent trash zone. <laughs> Kamora is going to, quicker than she has ever cast any spell in her life, start casting the spell Unseen Servant and send it in with instructions to walk in, pick up Nim, and drag her back out. I'm going to get you to do that as an aid or interfere instead of a instead of a spell cast. So aid or interfere. Okay. <sighs> okay. That's an eight. Nime the druid. <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> the ghost zone is dwindling around you. All hope is lost and then you feel a presence with you something warm and and hopeful a hand stretched out to help you do you take it (laughs) (laughs) you take this hand an invisible hand and it feels familiar somehow like a friend you were just short of the portal as the darkness comes closer and closer but just at the last moment, the hand pulls you from the portal and you are ejected out into a cleared section of jungle.
And as you come to, you see Cremora Magnus, some daggers, a whole bunch of snakes, Barnold, and an exploding painting. Cremora and Nim, can you please take 1d10 damage? (laughs) (laughs) Did Nim just die? No. (laughs) No, that's only six damage. That's me, like, (laughs) decompressing from that moment. I took three damage, which is reduced to one damage because of my magical armor. You both survived the detonation of the painting surprisingly well. And Barnold runs up, snakes gushing at his feet. These snakes you set me up with are not so bad. We have a lot in common. Yes. We like the Barnold. Yes. Say, Nime, did we save your friends? They're looking so expectantly at you. I think Nim is lying face down on the ground just (laughs) sobbing. I think the snakes start covering you. Master! How can we help? Yeah, you saved them. Master! We're overjoyed! Yes, when we started it was all about becoming mighty hydras and putting the dinosaurs in a zoo. But now it's about becoming mighty hydras and hanging out with the dinosaurs. Literally nothing could make me happier. All right, we're going to go off and transform now. (laughs) Goodbye, Nime. We can sense this isn't the appropriate place for us to do it. So we're gonna go somewhere else. That's... that's... wildly intuitive of you. (laughs) (laughs) We learned a lot while you were gone. I'm so proud. Tell Baramos thank you for us. Mm Mm-hmm. They leave. (laughs) (laughs) Would you guys like a timely airship to come pick you up? That's probably for the best. Yeah. (laughs) And that it does. The Jolene comes around in a big circle in the sky, and a ladder drops from the bottom that you can get up on. I let Kamora go first. Kamora will climb the ladder and help Nim if she needs it. I think now that the moment's over, like... Nim's just, like, dissociating, essentially, and she's just, like, letting Cremora guide her and help her in, like, a fog. You both make your way quite slowly up the ladder and into the ship, and Jolene and Patsy are there waiting for you in the hangar. (sighs) That was a close one. That was really, really close. Yeah. Oh, you even got the sword! Cremora drops them at their feet. And the knife. Oh, okay. Nim turns into a cat and runs away. What's up with Nim? Yeah, that was a bit of a strange one. I guess it was just really, really freaking close. Yeah, she should have some time to decompress. Yeah, true. I pick up Lenny, shove him back into my pocket. Does he still make the good old Lenny noise? I think as you touch him, he just starts going, Ah! you've done to this. Kramora, I leave you with Lenny for like half a day. You've given this thing anxiety. And I shove it in my pocket and I walk off. It's still screaming. Yeah, I walk off. It's just <laughs> screaming. <laughs> this isn't funny. This knife has trauma. <laughs> you fucked up a perfectly good knife. That's what you did. I can't reiterate enough how much this isn't funny. <laughs> it's a screaming knife. <laughs> 
not working. We deflected humor. <laughs> of course, it's funny. It's just constantly in a state of nearly dying from severe burns, and so it's constantly screaming. It's not funny. Enjoy the ramifications of your actions, fucker. Still kind of funny. Cremora, after she throws the weapons down, she finds a, a corner, I think, somewhere in the cargo hold and just drops to the ground, pulls her knees up to her chest and just starts crying. Oh, boy. Yeah, that sounded like that was a lot. Um, I feel like this is something like one of us should talk to one, one of us should talk to the other. Okay, okay. I mean, I don't know how to solve problems aside from just cooking food. And stabbing things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's out of, I'm out of my depths too. I just sort of like, wapow. But you can't do that to, to emotional feelings. But let's break a counseling team. Yeah. We should have like a handshake or something. Yeah, we should. I don't know. Hit our soul swords together. Oh, wait, no, yours is screaming. Maybe we should not do that. Mm, yeah, maybe not. Maybe yeah, not. What's mine saying? Yours is saying, um, 22 gone, 186 left. 22 gone, 186 left. Looks like they're keeping some kind of score. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they're playing like a game of football in there. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure I saw some games going on in that community. Yeah. That is definitely what's happening. Anyway, let's go uh, console some souls. Okay, and I high-five him the highest as I, I can go, which is probably his belly button. We'll just do, like, hip five. So I'm standing there awkwardly at the side, like, yeah. Jolene will kind of sidle up to Cremora. Okay. I'm not going to say anything. You can take your time, okay? I'll be right here. Um, <laughs> He's gone. Who? Baramos? Because that would be really good for us. No, no. I, I was getting the swords and, and, and she, she had Signana's... She had, she had Signana's soul. And... And the only way I could stop her, I had to kill Signana to save the world. What? The messenger. If I hurt her, I hurt Signana, and I thought it was the right thing to do, I think. So the messenger had Signana, and she held him ransom, and you killed him. It was that, or the world ends. He was our friend, Karora. He saved our lives. I can't do this. And she uh, takes off her invisibility cloak, puts it on top of Karora, and leaves. Karora's just going to sit there and just stare at the wall opposite and think about what she's done. As you sit there, crew members come in and out and they don't even see you. It's like you're not there. Nim is curled on top of the sluice modifier. (laughs) It used to run hotter. It's cooler than it used to be. Like, it's unfortunately more efficient. Mm. (laughs) But still the warmest place on the ship.
All right. Uh, I guess I'll call out to Nim and just sort of walk around as Nim. I'm here for emotional development and consoling. <laughs> you probably walk back and forth at least once before you see little brown head of a cat with little blue swells stick its head up from like behind whatever sticky uppy thing is on the sluice modifier. Oh, you're on that integral part of the ship, the sluice modifier that I totally hath learned. Meow. Um, hello there's. Uh, meow, 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 meow. Ah, <laughs> uh, she. <laughs> That's so cute. Fuck. She's gonna climb out and turn back into herself. Her eyes are very bloodshot from crying. Hey, Buckaroo. Hey. That was a nippy dippy crazy adventure, was it not? When is it not with us? Yeah, true. I guess them's the break sometimes. <laughs> yep. So, uh, how we doing? We punched our way through that one. Chicka pie. I, I is really bad at this. <laughs> I, I, I think in Palm Barrow, our coping mechanisms were. I guess for smaller scale problems and perhaps less than ideal. Plus, I, I I don't think we have a hefty supply of tequila aboard this ship. You never know with this crew. True, 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 true. Patsy. Hmm. I did something really bad. Well, like the like the ghost zone was gonna end anyway. Like I think we got out of that pretty well, even if it was by the skin of our teeth. Yeah. Mm. Do you remember we told you about our friend? Oh, the the daft one? The <laughs> the dafty duck? Yeah, yeah. It was a duck? Was it goose? He was a swan. Swan! Yeah, you, ha- you had some in that bowl. Yeah, I did. I, d- I don't even know what we were gonna, gonna do with him. I... I don't think any of us really wanted to think about it. I don't know if we were going to take him to his final destination or what, but I had him. He was my responsibility. I was supposed to look after him. I left him behind. But like in the ghost zone? No. On the shore. I didn't know what would happen with the painting and I, I touched it and I got sucked in and, and he was left behind and then she found him and then <sighs> So that um web network of people has Signana? They had him. So she 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 held him over our heads. You you when you and Jolene left to get the ship I went to find Kimura, and Kimura was fighting one of them, and and I didn't know it, but she had him. She, I don't know what she did, but she connected her life force to his soul, and everything was falling apart. We were all going to blink out of existence with the ghost zone, and, and Kimura was still attacking, and I trust her. I trust her. So, so I did it. So she didn't have to. Because 
She already thinks she's a monster. I killed him, Patsy. He was my friend, and I was supposed to look after him, and I killed him to save the world. But <laughs> what's the point of saving the world if you have to do awful things to achieve it? But you, you didn't know the connection was there, eh? You just said you were sort of following Cromora's lead. No, no, I knew. I, I knew because she spoke to me, told me if I kept going, he'd die. But we can, like, I don't know, Barry's a pretty good dealer. I mean, we could just get his souls back. No, no, you don't understand. That was his soul, Patsy. That was all he is. Yeah. And I did it so she didn't have to. So that we could save the world. I don't see how the two are equivalent. I don't think I do anymore either. I can understand the direness of the hostage situation, but what was the end game of her getting away? She had Lenny and Benny. She was going to take them out of the ghost zone. She would have them. All those people who built that life that... I mean, I got to see moments of it, but it was it was beautiful, and Kamora was happy there, and Jolene was happy there. She was going to take them, and I don't know what she would have done with them. But we could have got them. Maybe not now, but later. Yeah. I know I'm speaking in hindsight, it's just... Kamora would have done it if I hadn't. I couldn't let her bear that, Patsy. She's been through so much. And she is holding the power that's coming within her so that someone else doesn't. I'm trying to wrap my own heads around this too, because I don't want to enact purely in anger because I know it will solve nothing and I know it won't make the situation or you feels better, but... I'd rather you be angry at me than at her. I did it. Neither of you should have. Speaking, perhaps from experience, down this end of the experience, a tortured existence is still existence. I am not my body, nor my mind, nor my memories. I am purely my damned soul. That's all I logistically have. To barter, to enact, to live. I guess that friend of yours, all that's left of him is memories. <laughs> he was such an asshole. <laughs> Why do I miss him so much? Because I'm certain down in that nuggety center behind the crusty layer of asshole, there was a person genuine enough to make themselves a part of your life. And hell, if they had my previous place of helping your asses get through Barry's fucking trials without any gains in it, it's a genuine fucking person. He was a kid, Patsy. But he was a swan. Yeah, he was a swan, but he didn't even get the chance to grow. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I don't... We're not heroes if we kill our friends. Well, let's hope we're better villains than the ones we're facing. I just kind of sent Jolene to console Cremora and... Oh, fuck. I'm going to go find Jolene. 
would you prefer me to? If you want to chat, I'll be there. It's just, I know it might be something that those in relation to the act may be someone she's jaded towards. Yeah. I'll go find Kramara. I think you two may have a lot to discuss. I'll try to do what I can for Jolene, and I think we'll convene for dinners. Yeah. Thank you, Patsy. It's all good. Chin up, I mean. Whatever is, is. All we can ever do is better on the next day. Mim kind of reaches out, like she's going to hug him, and then she stops, turns around, turns into a cat again, and goes to find Kramara. I'm going to pick up the cat by the scruff of the neck and hug. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Shout out to our newest patrons, Jeff and Daniel. You two put the smooth in smoothie. Don't forget to check out our two ongoing giveaways by October 12th for your chance at winning awesome dice or exquisite merchandise. What a treat. Till next time. Bye. Grimora. Yes. What do you do as... I'm unconscious. (laughs) (laughs) That solves that, doesn't it? (laughs)